Welcome back to another Drag Queen show with me, Phoebe Cortison. So, today's episode, we're talking everything from uh, Trisha Paytas to my recent trip to Target. <laughs> Not exactly in that order, but if you've been listening this long, you understand how the craziness goes. Um, well, let's go ahead and just sit back, relax, and let's start the show! Well, hello, happy, beautiful, shiny people. If you hear something in the noise, I am doing the noise. <laughs> Sorry. If you hear something in the background, I'm doing laundry at the moment. Um, so, duh, we're just going to deal with that. If you hadn't guessed by the title of this episode, uh, I am guestless once again. Um, sitting here at my very drab-looking makeup desk and, uh, you know... And, uh, well, Miss Sarah is uh, dealing with some personal things right now, so we are going to let her continue to deal with those personal things. Uh, meanwhile, what's going on with me? Um, really nothing much. I mean, like, the background noise you might be hearing my, is my laundry. Is my laundry getting done? Um, yeah, so, <laughs> there's that. Um, from when I was sick, I still have a little bit of a tickle. Uh, the back of my throat's like a little dry spot, but that should go away soon. Um, yeah, really, you know, just nothing much, except I'm a little frustrated because the date and time that I'm recording this, I was supposed to get a package. My mother's birthday's coming up. Yes, the lady who was on here, aside from Miss Sarah, um, uh, my mother's birthday gift was supposed to be delivered, and I'm not going to be, um here for a couple of days so you know it's just uh yeah it's just frustrating it's just frustrating especially with my area the ups i it got diverted from the normal from normal postal service to uh ups and if you're hearing something going off that would be my phone <laughs> that would be miss sarah trying to talk to me but you know i'm gonna have to mute that so you know but uh, anyways just for a little while anyways um so you know this same ups depot it's just they're i've dealt with them before they're a pain in the ass to deal with um according to all the updates i got from them as well as from amazon is that you know it's um is that it's and it was it's literally still the it's literally still sitting in the delivery truck they don't completely unload those trucks uh, this particular one doesn't completely unload those trucks so uh well so whatever um hopefully it'll get here by tomorrow before i have to leave because of this this shit's just ridiculous i'm just gonna say it right now um meanwhile i also ran into a target karen <laughs> so picture this okay i'm exiting target Alright, the side that says exit. I'm exiting. I am turning and I'm crossing over to the entrance side with my full shopping cart. Okay, the Karen in question is still next to her car in the parking area. I don't know, for some odd reason she had an urge to just suddenly speed up and start doing that, you know, light jog speed, you know, walking bullshit thing. Um in her flip-flops and sundress, obviously looking like she had a bad day, and she just felt like taking it out on me for some reason. Anyway, so she hurries up, and um, I say, "Oh, excuse me," as I as we kind of sort of collide, and she just and she just went ahead and just you know hollered out and everything. Remember, it's ladies first, and without dropping a beat, 
my sarcastic ass just simply responds, um, excuse me, bitch, it's 2021, you don't know what my pronouns are, get over it. She looked offended, uh, there were three Target employees right there, they laughed, and that's pretty much an update of my week, so... The gumption of some people today. Oh my goodness, the gumption. Speaking of the gumption, um, Newsmax, if you don't know, it's, if you don't know who they are, it's a very extremely biased, right-wing biased. Um, it's one of the, it's one of the quote-unquote news stations that got in trouble and sued and got in trouble with the FCC, uh, because they were spreading, uh, th they were spreading conspiracy theories and blatant lies and stuff like that. And it was also one of the, it's also one of the news, uh, companies that's, um, being sued by Dominion because they are also associated with Fox. Um, they're being sued by Dominion right now for a hefty sum for, uh, everything they said about the voting machines and all that stuff like that. And, uh... Yeah, um, yeah, and they're also kind of in trouble too. Same with Fox, apparently, because um, yeah, it's <laughs> because it's a hot mess. Basically, um, basically, uh, basically, like uh, the um, the other new another competitive news network, uh, Midas Touch, is uh, apparently uh, get this. They paid over a hundred fifty thousand dollars for like a. 20 second at for like a sorry a 15 second ad slot um and of course they refused it because it talked about you know what happened on january 6th um also newsmax especially they apparently have been very pressed uh, about the fact about about there being a gay agenda because of nickelodeon's collaboration with uh, drag race superstar miss nina west mother of the house of west in columbus ohio um, who they actually got her, you know, to, they actually got her to, uh, sing songs, sing kid version songs, like, not kid versions, but, you know, a, a kid-appropriate song about pride and, like, you know, the pride flag, what it means, and, like, different, different pride flags. It's, like, a whole series and everything. I don't know if it's actually showing on Nickelodeon, the, uh, channel on television or if it's just a YouTube thing, but it did, but she did make it a little appearance on Blue's Clues, um, on Nick Jr. and Owl, but anyways, I thought, I thought it was touching, I didn't see any problem, apparently Newsmax thinks it's the gay agenda being pushed down Earths. shut up, just like that lady from Target, it's 2021, bitch, shut up, <laughs> and, um, of course, they, they're also one of the people that likes to weaponize veterans and armed military services people. I'm just saying that right now. You know, and like I said before, like I said before, I don't try and get political, but unfortunately it's Pride Month and anything I talk about relating to Pride is political. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And like, I'm just going to say right now, if that personally offends you, then, you know, you could just skip ahead to the next segment or whatever. Um, but it's just like, but, you know, but there are two months and at least five holidays dedicated to, uh, veterans, armed forces people, uh, armed forces persons, armed forces persons, um, and their families. So, yeah, a month is not that much to ask for, especially since it's, especially since it's still being fought for, you know, I mean, like... I'm just saying, like, I have some horror stories from my past. 
that not even my mother knows about and um and would probably you know then probably make you know make some people cry and everything just from my personal experiences if you'd like to hear that you know then just then I might include it um just you know go to my twitter I'm just gonna like my twitter or um um or you know or instagram and just mention it in a post mention in one of my posts and everything i might just go ahead and do that um but anyways um on a slightly lighter tone but still kind of dark god this is a sad episode again i don't know why <laughs> every time by myself it gets dark and sad i don't know why it just does but um but if you follow social media in any way um Trisha Paytas um she's been she's been a feature talent on the Frenemies podcast for H3 H3 Productions um she apparently recently announced that she is leaving um and it kind of came as a surprise um her deals and endorsement deals with them they're still not you know they haven't basically done the paperwork or whatever but um yeah and i i, I just gotta tell you if you're bored then you can go watch this because it's like you know it's like telenovela constantly ha hoo, ha <laughs> I mean, you know, her and Gabby Hanna, I mean, just a drama between Gabby Hanna, which, by the way, don't mention Gabby Hanna in Negative Life, because then, apparently, for some odd reason, she'll sick her minions on you, and, you know, prove to the world that she is crazier than a, that she's crazier than a coked-up rat in a sewer. Um, <laughs> if there are any Gabby Hanna fans that are listening to this, then I am sorry, but it's just the truth. <laughs> It really is. It, it really is just the truth. I mean, some of her antics and the fact that, you know, she's just um, that obsessed with Trisha Paytas, whose biggest amount of income comes from her OnlyFans account. And it is massive. <laughs> Which gets me to thinking, should I start an OnlyFans account? Who would be interested in that? And I mean, like, really, I, I probably have to work my way up to hardcore things, but, you know, I, I'm perfectly comfortable, you know, bare-bottom farting on a cake for entertainment and money. I'm just saying. Anybody? No? Okay. No? All right. Well, you know, I'm acting like you guys can talk to me, but, you know, it's just, I just, I'm so lonely right now. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm sitting at my makeup desk and I just realized I left a bottle of latex weave bond uncapped for sitting on here for a few days. Oh shit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I'll deal with that in a minute. <laughs> Uh, should I just do an episode of Beauty Secrets? You know, I'm kind of running out of ideas, aside from this just being, like, a little news thing. I'm just kind of running out of ideas. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus, I am so sorry. Take the wheel. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm just saying, if you guys saw the mess I have to clean up here in a little bit, then you would understand. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, because I'm solo, I'm trying to keep this short, so we're going to go ahead and take a break, and I'm going to be talking about Drag Race and some other circulating news that's been, that hasn't really been highlighted on major news networks, but, you know, apparently is a buzz on social media, so let's take a little break, and I'll be right back. 
and I'm back. I would have said we back, but you know, and um, but yeah, because I'm so lonely. Okay, that's a copyright song, better not sing it. Anyways, um, <laughs> I listened to the playback, and I I I I sound like a, a Jeff Goldblum with a you know after a helium accident that was nearly fatal. Um, so uh, I I I I I apologize for uh that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, speaking of um, speaking of Drag Race, uh, yeah, just FYI, Jeff Goldblum was a guest judge on Drag Race, and apparently it blew his mind and also created an incident that nearly got him canceled. Thanks, cancel culture. You dumb bitch. But anyway, uh, anyways, um, so um. You know what? I want to start with the more distressing news first because the drag race topics are a little more upbeat. So I'm going to start with the more distressing news. Okay, apparently Uber's in trouble again. Yes, Uber, the rideshare app, is in trouble again because they've been demonstrating that they've not that they've either been totally ignoring them or they're not being or their ride their drivers aren't being vetted and there's questionable practices afoot, my dear children. So yeah, apparently there was an incident where a lady got murdered. Um, and the driver's under investigation because he was the last person to see her. Um, somehow his dash cam got turned off somehow during the ride. And um, also he was already convicted for a felony. And um, apparently, according to Uber's hiring guidelines, if you were convicted and, in prison, and served time in prison, you are deemed inhirable. However, he somehow got through the vetting process for that. Yeah, another thing that they're in trouble for is because um, they've been because um, they've been apparently um, sidestepping or just outright discriminating against uh, people with disabilities and who have special requirements such as equipment, um, such as like equipment, or just making it near inaccessible um, to the point to where these uh, patrons they have to plan like days in advance. So. Um, yeah, uh, one example is apparently um, the um, thing about uh, having a service animal. Uh, there's apparently several. There's apparently an activist going around documenting this entire thing, um, where several Uber drivers um, refused to let him in. You know, after even after accepting his call for a ride, refused to let him in because he had in the vehicles because he had a service dog. Um, and they're supposed to be apparently trained and know that this is a federal thing and that you are not supposed to, you know, do that. Um, if it's an issue with, like, say, an allergy or whatever from the driver, that's about it. But apparently the little, the clips and videos, um, tell a completely different story. <laughs> um, and then also, of course, uh, Uber firing back with their driver sharing their horror stories. Um, my, my whole... Look, my whole thing is, is that, um, is that first of all, these drivers, they need to be treated fairly, but also at the same time, Uber needs to take accountability in the fact that, um, they're desperate for income and they're desperate for employees. That does not mean that they need to, you know, lax in their vetting services, especially when it comes to people. And also people, this is also a lesson for you guys to, um, um, well, first of all, if you are disabled, there are other transportation options aside from Uber, but I know they're a lot more they're a lot more inconvenient. Uh, but at the same time, and anything, it's a little bit better because they are at least they are at, at least you know that they are accommodating. Um, but also for people, this is a you, be careful. 
Okay, be careful. Just be careful. So, um, yeah. Also, um, Chipotle, the the company, the uh, food restaurant chain giant, um, and by the way, it's Chipotle is now on my list of brands that are until they fix their practices, they're not going to be, I'm not going to be a patron of them anymore. And I do encourage you guys to no longer patron of them. If you are, but if you are currently, I encourage you because, um, they're in hot water right now because apparently, um, they, the CEO of Chipotle, he announced that there'll be a price increase, um, on their, on some of their menu items, particularly on their menu items. And the people are apparently outraged because their burritos will start at $15. Oh my god! And, and <coughs> excuse me. Mm. And his reasoning is is because they had promised to raise minimum wage for their employees, which is good, good, good to a more livable salary. Um, but uh, in lieu of that, they had to raise prices on their menu items, which means they're probably going to start furloughing people and like you know make blah, blah. And um, keep in mind, keep in mind. Um, once you do the math, do a little bit of the math and everything, the only income, and this is what apparently outraged people is outraged people. The only income that's not affected is the CEOs. This guy last year during the pandemic. <laughs> made 16 million dollars personally as a, as personal profit his paycheck was 16 million dollars his company's income was close to was like you know was i guess i believe like two hundred thousand dollars anyways but his income his paycheck was 16 his is the only one that's not going to be affected by any of this um, and that's what's having some people outraged right there is that it's, is that really, is that people think that the biggest reason is, is that like, you know, his, um, the price gouging of the food products, which really aren't that great. I don't care what kimchi and Trixie Mattel say and everything. Don't eat there. I'm going to get to another reason why not to, <laughs> um, just anyways, um, it's, it's corporate America, and it's just it's just pure greed. That is all it is. It's just pure greed. I mean, you know, I mean, you can use your employees as an excuse and everything, but ever since, um, ever since like a long list of millionaires, a long list of um, CEOs of some CEOs and billionaires was listed about how much they paid in taxes and how much they got back from the IRS um, came out and everything. It's pretty obvious. People can look up your. Uh, people, if you're like, uh, people can now figure out and everything who's trying to screw over who. Um, also, you shouldn't eat there because there are um, the, multiple locations across the across the uh, state across the across the United States alone. Um, they are dealing. Another thing that the that the price gouging is going to be paying for, you know, aside from keeping his paycheck intact and everything, but also keeping his paycheck and lifestyle intact is also because they are dealing with. Of several, several multi-million-dollar lawsuits uh, that refer to uh, food handling and also infection from Salmonella, Strigella, E. coli, um, all directly related, all directly related to the fact that um, the employees aren't trained how to properly through the FDA guidelines on how to um, handle food. So there's another reason why you shouldn't eat there. <laughs> 
because they nasty. And I, I mentioned Kim Chi and Trixie Mattel because those are two people from like the drag race world and everything that actually do have a big kind of cult following. But they talk about Chipotle all the time and how much they love Chipotle. They endorse Chipotle. In fact, there's actually two secret menu items that's only available on the Chipotle app named after these two bitches. They're still endorsing them. <laughs> after all this, they're still endorsing them. Oh my God. They're both from the Midwest. And they apparently tasted the amazingness that is a true, that is a taco with actual, bar, with actual, like, with actual or something close to barbacoa. And then they fell in love with it. Ooh, ah, ooh. I, I'm just saying, don't eat there. It's nasty. It's nasty. Get again, something else if you're bored on a set, on a evening and you just want to Google something and go into a rabbit hole. You know, I sh I learned about all this stuff. Now I have to share the pain with you. Speaking of pain, um, apparently um, Drag Race Down Under is kind of in trouble too. They are experiencing a drop in ratings, and it looks like there will not be a season two of Drag Race Down Under. Uh, reason. Uh, you know, after investigating this myself and looking back, and I'm 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 even losing interest. I'm just kind of just watching it just to see where it goes. I have a feeling that it's going to be either Art Simone or Scarlett Adams who's going to win. It's going to be one of those two. Miracle long shot ketamine because she seems to be the less problem, the least problematic of the whole bunch. Um, well, her and Art, you know, they they are like the least problematic. But storyline that's being produced, it's probably going to be Scarlett Adams or Art Simone that's going to be picked. Rue apparently brought Art Simone back out of the blue, so we know that Art is a favorite of the judges, particularly the head judge, the head judge and bitch herself. Um. But yeah, there are just too many scandals. The editing shoddy, and the fact that there isn't, there's like no story being produced here. Um, there is outrage because there's two, um, there's two known racists on there who are there's two known racists. Scarlett Adams, her racist aunts, you know, dating as early as three years ago. Um, I already mentioned that gollywog tattoo fiasco on a uh, on Karen from Finance. Now I look at her in a completely different light. Um, and the ones that were relatable that I felt did have a story. I mean, there's, uh, there's Electra Shock, but I don't think she's really gonna make it to the end. Um, I mean, like, Anita Wiglet was doing wonderfully, and then she had one bad day, and then X. Um, Coco Jumbo was a fan favorite, um, and one of the only two, one of the only two, uh, contestants who were people of color, um, that were on there, and of course, you know. But that's that's how the disco ball rolls, apparently. So there is a heavy possibility that this is... And also, it's like a project that, like, Rue and them, they're not that invested in. I mean, quite literally, um, Rue and Michelle, they... They apparently did a lot of research and studying for UK, for the UK version of the show. They did a lot. They didn't, they weren't part of the, they weren't part at all of the uh, Dutch, of the Holland version, the Argentinian version, the Thai version, or now the Espana version, um, which by the way, World of Wonder need to fix those game subtitles so I can keep up. Um... And uh, Michelle made an appearance. Michelle made an appearance, and, like, and they were partially invested on um, Canada. So they're like barely, 
there. They don't get the lingo. The jokes are like so Americanized standard. They're like so Americanized standard. Um, we are waiting for them to say shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> and rumor has it was that was kind of a running joke they've been trying to slip in, but it it's it literally offended so many people. That one joke literally offended so many people on set that they just you know were just like eh, exit out. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, people who gave season seven shit, please turn your attention to this version, please. Just please. Am I am I the only one seeing this? Also, apparently, um, this barely even is worthy of a mention. But apparently, there was a uh, version. There was a little special that aired on Drag Race. I think it was called Drag Race Academy. I don't know. I just saw snippets of it on YouTube, and it just literally came out of the blue. There was no previous announcement. It was just literally there one day. It was just one day there. I can't find it and all I can find is like little clips Then the little clips I found guess what they're horrible <laughs> they have got Mick and Simone who aren't known lip sync assassins going on each other on a lip sync battle and it's just and it's terrible <laughs> I'm sorry it is terrible if you find I mean like I don't know how else to convey how bad this is these are two bad these are two badass bitches of fashion and makeup and hair even though um Simone doesn't do her own clothes doesn't do her own clothes and her own and her own hair and you know on her own hair and got Mick literally has uh fashion designers and uh costume makers like on speed dial and 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 that, like that was like my whole issue with those with you know this season's finalists is that none of them really at this at the point of them coming to the competition none of them really struggled you know at that point in the competition they were at a spot in their drag careers where they were comfortable where they were comfortable money wasn't an issue you know money and resources weren't an issue and they were those four that made it to the finals <clears throat> So that's kind of like my own little beef with it with season 13 right there was that the ones who were already the most prepared of the bunch made it to the top four. That's my only real beef and you know it's it's complicated but like I said the the clips I found of this special they're terrible. They're just terrible and you know now I'm mad. <laughs> Oh, well, anyways, guys, I'm going to end it on this note because it's starting to stretch out a little bit longer than what I wanted to. I did not mean to rant this long. Um, but anyways, thanks for tuning in if you made it this far. Um, check me out on other social media. Check me out on other social media. It's, you know, it's all my social media is at the courtesan spelt you know, spelled, you know, the, all lowercase, the, uh, C-O-U-R-T. I S A N, um, and also on TikTok at Phoebe Cortison, spelt the weird way I do that. <laughs> right, well, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you have a wonderful day. And uh, hopefully, I'll get my friend back soon. Okay, bye bye. <laughs>